good evening again. We're continuing our midweek study on prayer and developing our own prayer room and our place of prayer. And, and one of the things I've been saying over and over again is that the, the, the biggest thing we have to do is get over ourselves in prayer. And, uh, you know, to move beyond just the me, that we get to the heart of prayer, and that is, you know, seeking that relationship with God so that we can move to the mission of prayer, and that is our intercession, especially uh, for the lost, so that we are on mission with God in prayer. Now, that doesn't mean we don't ever ask for ourselves. But that is always last, and it is always submitted to the will of God. Now, you and I have all heard about people who, you know, who, who said things like this. Well, if you just have enough faith, it will happen. Uh, or, you know, the reason you didn't, that you didn't get that is because you did not have enough faith. And, and, and. And and we hear that and, and we think, well, there's a little bit of truth in that. There, there's got to be some truth in that because that sounds scriptural, but but is it really? And so I want us to focus in uh, this evening on getting over ourselves by really looking at what does it mean to really believe in prayer. And let's go to a passage of scripture. It's found in Mark chapter 11, uh, verses 20 and 24, and this is where that idea of if you just have enough faith comes in. And verse 20, Mark 11, as they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them and have faith in God. Now here's the focus verses, verses 23 and 24. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Now, as we read that passage of scripture, we begin to understand where this idea uh, comes from of, well, you just got to have enough faith. You just got to have enough faith. You've got to believe. And if you believe hard enough, then what you ask for will be done. If you want that mountain to be moved, it will be moved. And if it doesn't move, the problem is, is that you had some doubt in your heart. And, and so it's all your fault that you didn't see the answer to your prayer. And, uh, and we can hear, and we can just hear people say that all the, you know, I prayed with unwavering confidence that this would happen and I watched it happen. But, but there comes a problem in that. Well, let's, let's take a scenario. It's a, it's Friday and they're calling for rain for the next day. And a Sunday school teacher begins to pray hard, believing that it will not rain because they have a Sunday school picnic tomorrow. And she does not want to see that Sunday school picnic ruined. It's also Friday and down the, and, and down the road from her is a Christian farmer praying really hard that it will rain tomorrow. 
to save his crops. Well, one of them is not going to get their prayer answered. And, 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 and is it because that one of them did not, they had a little doubt in their heart or, or, or they, they didn't pray with enough faith? Well, no, because that's not what this passage of Scripture is teaching. If we are, if we are thinking that, that, that if we believe hard enough, then, then it's going to happen, then we are putting an infinitely wise God in the hands of very finite wisdom. And we don't want to do that. You see, believing prayer is not an unwavering confidence that something will happen. Believing prayer is not a confidence that we have put enough faith in our prayer so that we extracted all doubt and, and because I put enough faith in, that's, that's, that it's going to happen. No, that is not believing prayer. Jesus tells us at the end of verse 22 what believing prayer is. He says, have faith in God. I, believing prayer is believing not that what I think is right should happen and, and it is the best thing. No, believing prayer is believing that God is all-powerful and that he can bring about his purposes. He is all-wise, meaning that he, that, what, that he knows everything so that his purposes are always right and we believe that God is all-loving which means that we believe that his purposes are always best for us. Knowing this, we surrender our prayers to his will, knowing that what he desires for us is always absolutely best for us. And so believing prayer is believing and desiring that God would bring about his purposes in my, in my situation because I am trusting that what he wants and what he knows, what he desires is always best, even when I don't understand. This is exactly the way that Jesus prayed. And, and, and I know, now I know, I'm going to stop here for a moment because I know that some people will say this, that, that, that praying that, you know, not my will, you know, Lord, I just want your will redone. I know some people will say, and I've heard them say this. Well, that's just, that, that's just giving you an escape route. That, that is just, that is just you having something that you can continue to believe, even though God doesn't answer the prayer the way you want it answered. And, and, and nothing could be further from the truth. Because when Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, he had absolute confidence and faith that God could let the cup pass from him. He knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that, that 10,000 angels could come and, and rescue him from the situation. And yet his confidence was in God's will, in God's design, in God's, that what God wanted was the absolute best, not only for him, but for all of us. And, 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 and it is that faith in God 
and his desires and in his design that we're saying, that's where I'm putting my confidence in. That's my faith right now. That's my believing faith. I am believing God. I am trusting him. I, and, and God, I, I know that however you do it and whatever you do is always going to be best for him. And we see that even in the context of this passage of scripture, because you cannot pull any a passage out of context. A, a text, out, listen to this, I love this, a text out of context is always pretext. A text out of context is always pretext. Now you notice when I, I began that passage of scripture, I, I began talking about, I began it not just in verse 23 and 24, but I began it in verse 20. And in verse 20, Jesus, uh, you know, Jesus had, had, had cursed the fig tree and, and they're coming back by and Peter notices that the, the fig tree is withered and, and Peter's just amazed that when Jesus cursed the fig tree, man, immediately the next day they find it cursed. It's, it's, it's the, the tree is dead. Now that was, you know, Jesus, that wasn't just about the fig tree. That fig tree represented the Jewish leaders who had rejected him and thus refused to give God the glory that he, that he was due. You listen, if you're praying and your desire is not for God's glory, then, then this statement that Jesus makes about praying, believing, is not for you. You see, the, 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 your prayers are always about God's glory. Now, I did not read the whole passage of Scripture. I should have. Actually, I should have gone ahead and, and read the passage before that. And when I read the passage before that, or excuse me, right after that, what does it say? Um, in verse 25, and whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone so that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you in your trespass. Do you hear what he's saying? He's saying, listen, don't come expecting God to answer your prayers this way if you uh, you know, if you're if you have an unforgiving spirit, because if you're unforgiving, which mean that means you don't have you don't have the uh, you don't have the character of God, and you're not glorifying God in your life. And, and so the the key to this passage of scripture, the key to believing to believing prayer is believing that God is always right, that his will is always best, and it is always the right thing for us. And so we're trusting that praying, praying for that. And, and we see that in scripture for Jesus will go on to say, uh, for example, in John 14 uh, verses 13 and 14. Whatever you ask, what in my name, this I will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. What's the anything? Anything that will have the Father glorified in the Son. Again, verse John 15, verse 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. But what will you wish? Your wishing is predicated by what? You abiding in Christ and his words abiding in you. Then you can ask for whatever you wish. Why? Because whatever you wish is coming from a heart that is abiding in Christ and abiding in his word. And if your heart is abiding in Christ and abiding in his word, then the focus of your heart is the glory of God. 
And if the focus of your heart is the glory of God, when you pray, you're believing, God, God, the desire of my heart is for you to be glorified. And so, God, yes, I, I, I think, you know, I, I believe that the best way for you to receive glory is for this person to be healed or or for this to happen or 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 for or but but god i know that i am not infinitely wise but you are and i am trusting that way you want to answer this prayer i want to see that i i, I know you're going to get the most glory from it so father bend my will to yours help me to pray for exactly how you wanted to see it done so that you are transforming me that my heart's desire is for your glory. So Father, as we pray, Lord, help our hearts to desire your glory more than anything else. May that be our wish that you be glorified. And God, I know that can only come from a heart that abides in you and your word abiding in us. And so, Father, as that happens, Lord, we will ask believing, not believing in the greatness of our, of our request, but the greatness of you, that, Father, you will answer our prayers. I love, Lord, somebody, I don't remember who said it, but, Lord, you will answer our prayers in the way we should have asked them if we had known what you know. So, Father, thank you for that confidence that you will answer our prayers. Sometimes it will be yes. Sometimes it will be no. Sometimes it will be later. But sometimes it will be immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. So, Lord, we're just going to believe that you will answer our prayers because we know you've promised it as we seek your glory in Jesus' name. Amen.